So good for you, for real, for fun, for everyone. You're listening to Out Loud Orlando, the most unique radio show and podcast heard of its kind, when? Every Tuesday from 4 to 5 p.m. Where? At 91.5 FM WPRK, the best in basement radio. This is episode number 49. I am your host, DJ Crazy JC John. And I love you. I say that at the end always, so I thought I'd start off with that this week. I'll still say it at the end, though. So, we have, uh, again, our regular lovely gaggle of gays. Of myself, and you hear him there, it is Tom the Elderberry. Good day, John. Good day, it is right now. It's lovely. Um, Yeah, since we were recording on Saturday, um, yeah, we're expecting rain, but it's a beautiful day. It has been beautiful this past week. It was lovely. Yeah. But you can feel the storm coming, and we need the rain. Yeah, but it's not that humid. I mean, it's beautiful outside, but it's not that humid. Yeah, but it's going to be humid as hell after it rains. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Literally, it it will Welcome be. Welcome to Florida. I'll be walking out in that sauna. You get out of the shower. You get all cleaned up and everything. Then you walk outside. It's like walking back into the shower again. <laughs> It'll be nice for about five months. Yeah. Uh, how has your week been? My week's been good. Getting better. Yay. That's something to cheers to. Cheers. To start the homo happy hour with. And what is this concoction? Oh, it's ginger ale and some pear and some grape juice. <laughs> Kool-Aid. Yeah. It's a little mixture of stuff. So let's go ahead and dive right on into it, just like we did last week. Um, let's do a one-and-a-half dive with a nice little somersault with it, too, as we make our landing with to tens. But in ten, instead of tens, we have thirteens, because it is season 13 of RuPaul's Drag Race. Yep. So, so, let's go ahead and start talking about that. You watched it last night? I did. Great. I can't wait for um, for All Stars International to start. Because I like to see that whenever it comes on on Paramount Plus, they're gonna have it. Oh yeah, Ruse are brilliant business person. Oh, very, very much so. Last the last All Stars, they were gonna just stream it. I think on Netflix, but then everybody was in a tizzy over it, so they had it on regular on VH1. Mm. It's fun, but last night, last night disappointed me. I wanted somebody to go home. <laughs> oh, let's go ahead and preface this. Spoiler alert if you have not seen it already. Nobody got kicked out. Right. Nobody got nobody. kicked out. Not Candy or After Candy. After she couldn't even defend the outfit. Can- okay. 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 I wanted to start there. Y- okay. Yeah. Oh. When they ask her, what were you thinking? From last week? From yeah. the end of last week? Which began the pockets. The- yes, the pockets. The pockets. That is true. What were you thinking? I mean, she's pretty 
good with that. I kind of thought the one she, that when she came out with this time was just like a modified pocket one. <laughs> I didn't like it. Go ahead and throw all the stones. If you love to anybody that listens to this, throw the stones. That's okay. They just bounce right off me. That's my superpower. Right. <laughs> no, I thought this outfit was better than the pockets. Yes, this outfit was better than the pockets. But I agree it with had that. To have been. I agree with that. But it's just a step. <laughs> In my opinion, it was just a step above it. Um, I did like the arms, how they were like hula hoops arms, and they got larger. I liked that a lot. Um, she did great in the video. I thought they all did great in the video. They all did great. It it that's it was hard. I mean, it would have been really hard to find someone, and then they each had a lip sync. How they did that was kind of weird because they played the song through and they just showed other, you know, different ones as they were lip syncing through it. Editing. Yes, it was heavily edited. Heavily. Well, this whole season has been heavily edited and heavily produced, um, overly produced, some could say. Some could say that. We were talking about it earlier about, oh, this is some news that's happened this past week also in the world of Drag Race. That, to, I was telling you, Tamisha Amon had put out a, uh, an Instagram post or something, but she was going on and she was spilling some tea and talking about how, oh, no, things were very well done where they picked this, you know, they had their favorite, so they picked this and they picked that person instead of picking this other person, you know, and that's always going to be the same stuff out, that's though. been called out year Forever. after year but usually it's a while after they get off the show before they start calling stuff out but Tamisha was just like look but then she did say when my contract is up that's when I'm really going to open up and let everything out and tell you how it was she comes at it from a point of view that none of us will ever know as a person right. going through cancer mm-hmm Inactively, that's she did say that she did not tell that nobody knew that yeah. she had an ostomy bag. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, as a that cancer itself, survivor myself, that's just that amazing. Itself, exactly, exactly, and for nobody to know it, you know, until she brought it out that episode. <sighs> Delicious, it is, isn't it? Very. When you mix ginger ale with anything, you can't go wrong. Your gastric system loves you. (laughs) Okay, I have a bone to pick with that. Gastric systems? No, ginger ale. Okay. Because I used to be like the flower child type of person that I would make my own. Okay. And you literally just take... A, a ball of ginger, a root of ginger, and you put a spoon on it to bruise it up, and then you put it in with just a tiny bit of water, like you're blanching it, and but you do that, and then you pull it out, and you, that way you can then put it in... Oh, wait, wait, no, I'm sorry. You you blanch it with a little bit of water, and then you pull it out, and then you throw that bit of water with it in the tonic, and then you mix that with tonic water. Oh. Or club soda, whatever you want. And that's how, like, ginger ale, that's what I've always known as ginger ale. And, but Canada Dry and Seagrams and all that, if you look at the ingredients, you don't find ginger in there at all. That's scary. That is very scary. Ginger ale is, has no ginger in it. 7-Up has no 7s in it. <laughs> Sprite is not has no Sprites in it. <laughs> That we know of. <laughs> it's kind of like a baby Ruth doesn't have a baby in it. 
You don't know that. <laughs> well, they taste good any which way. Did you enjoy your Easter? I did. It was nice. It was very, very family-centric. Yes. Yeah. And yours was as well. Family-centric, but because there were two young kids. It we was had two young kids. Lots of candy. Uh, they tried to limit them until after they ate, and then they gave them cupcakes, and we watched them spin. Spin while they go hunt eggs. That's what we did. <laughs> we're like, go hunt eggs now. They, I was already, Jose was over, and so we were already outside, and he's, he's like, oh, here comes the egg time as everyone's marching out. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Landon was really good. So let's talk about some local stuff now, just to go into some local stuff. Um um, I didn't go out this past week. I have a confession to make. Last week I was out like a bunch, and this week I hadn't go out. And I usually go out for happy hour, of course. Right. Um, and, but I didn't go out this week, and I wish I did because I did see some stuff going on that I wanted to see. But you know, I'm old. <laughs> it's happened. Happy hour. Whenever I was, what I was at Stonewall. Um, Jose the Emperor and I were both there. And then Stephen showed up. Stephen the Air Mistress showed up. So he shows up and we're there. And then when I get home, it's like 9.30. And In the morning or at night? No, 9.30 okay. that night. And I got home and I'm already feeling really well. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, I got to give the cats their 9 o'clock treats. I made it home in time for that, although I'm a little late. So I gave them their treats and... Then I pretty much just got coffee ready for the morning and passed out. <laughs> and I just thought, oh, my gosh, I can't make it to the late night stuff. You have to that, take a nap. I'm at that age where, yeah. A yeah, long I was going to get up and then take. But that's where it's good that people like April Fresh, and you can find her schedule. You can find all kinds of stuff at theaprilfresh.com. She has merch there. She has recipes then they're all keto recipes so if you're a keto person it is theaprilfresh.com if you want to visit it and pick up some merch too if you'd like there's the dora queen which we still haven't gotten on yet they are um they're having some kind of a giveaway i saw on their facebook or no no on instagram okay which because uh, i actually i saw Beyonce um put it in there which you can find Beyonce on Instagram at uh, at Beyonce Bear B E A R O N C E underscore Bear B E A R Y. But once you put Beyonce in, it'll, it'll suggest you to the right person with the National Beard as Empress um, yep. so, uh, Society Pageant. <laughs> pageantry. <laughs> so let's you know about that. We're just zipping through topics and stuff. And taffy. Taffy's coming to Taffy, the... Taffy, yes. Taffy's going to be bringing you Taffy in the pink at the Fringe. And Taffy is um, has been doing the Mojo Man, did the Mojo the Man fashion show. show. Yes. And I know that I think Lane wants to have Taffy back also. Um, yeah, Taffy does bingo, is it Monday night bingo at Stonewall? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think so. Someone else does um, the karaoke. I think Tim does it. I don't know. I'm completely at a loss for that. At Stonewall? Yeah. 
Oh, somebody buzzed my watch if you hear a buzz sound. <laughs> it's not that buzz sound we heard that we had to rectify before the show started. You said rectify. 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 Rectify yourselves. <laughs> and today I was in the shower humming clean by Depeche Mode. <laughs> I thought you would appreciate that. I love it. I don't know it. why. I was just showering. And I was like, clean. clean. As clean as can be. <laughs> And now I'm clean. Yes, that with the right bar of soap. Yeah, you <laughs> be sitting there singing it and then break out in hives from something else. Um, house on House on Church has a lot going on all the time. And the La La Lounge. And the La La Lounge they have there. The girls are back over there. The boys of of what are they? The boys of of Blue La La. Yep. Yes. And Hamburger Mary's. Hamburger Mary's is going on over there. Palms is going on. Um, at Stonewall, they have stuff. At Dive, they have different things on. And Southern Nights, too. Southern Nights has become the place that the kids, you know, from Pulse, everyone at Pulse, like from Twisted Tuesdays and stuff, are now over there. But there's like a whole new world of drag coming on. It's like right now at the dive. It, it was the, today was the Saturday. It was the yeah. first day of the new kickball league. Oh. And, you know, locally for listeners um, over the air in Winter Park at the porch, they have a naughty bingo night. And they have a drag queen who I do not know. I do not recognize the name. Um, but it's always a fun time. Hold on, I got a cough, so talk for a moment, Tom. What do you, you actually, you oh, do have some stuff to talk about. Because what do you want local, to talk about? Local, first of all, local, and also Savoy. We can't forget Savoy whenever we're listing everybody. I was about to mention them because DJJB is playing on the patio on Saturday afternoons. Oh, really? Yes, that whole new back patio that Savoy put in is beautiful. As long as, and this is <laughs> this is calling it out, but that's what we do at the Homo Happy Hour. That you can also find our past our past callouts and episodes at www.homohappyhour.com. But um, um, as long as they do, as long as they keep the amount of people within within how it should be, because I heard recently that. One night that there were just so many people they packed had packed in that back area. I was like, oh, no. But I'm hopeful that because as a population, we seem to be more evolved. Yes. That a lot of us are vaccinated. Vaccinated and masked. Because that's still... If but you're if outside... you're just with your friends and everybody's oh, yeah. been vaccinated, that's kind of a bubble. Yes. And I think it's a personal space responsibility issue. That's, yes, yes. And it's outside. Yes, and outside, which makes a big difference. As long as you're not, your bubble isn't so close to someone else's, as long as their bubble. But that just also comes down to trust. Yes. And I don't trust people. <laughs> I wear my mask. I'll wear my mask and I'll take it off. Maybe after a couple of sips, I'll leave it off. At Stonewall, I take it off because I'm sitting outside. I'm usually only with people that I know. So I'm, I, right. It could be a false sense of reality. I, who knows with this variance? Who knows? Who knows? Cause the variant, it could very well be a false sense. We'll know. know in six months. Exactly. I'm glad that I've got six months protection from it. Exactly. There wasn't ever this for HIV, so this is it's right. a new frontier, but it's also a self-mutating virus. So right. Just know what you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And people don't realize that about, here's your moment of HIV knowledge. People don't realize that about HIV, that it is a mutating virus. Most viruses mutate. That's why we have to get a flu vaccine. That's why they want to get you on therapy and keep you suppressed, because otherwise it starts turning your body against itself, one organ at a time. And not pleasant. And whenever you catch HIV, your particular, not the strain as in HIV-1 and HIV-2, but the particular strain that you, the mutations that you might have of the strain that you have make, make, make you unable to take medicines in the class of wherever you got HIV from. Right, but the technology's evolved, so now there's a genotype, a phenotype, and an archive test. Right, so they can say, hey. Well, the archive test takes the HIV virus, RNA, yes, and flips it to show you what can attack it. It flips it and reverses it because it's ram for the and reverse it. It's ram for the yeah. Missy, missy, missy. I love that song. That's my one of my favorite songs ever. Not just of Missy Elliott's, but ever, because I just love that song. It's so crazy. It's up there with the B-52s. Oh, mine's going to be Missy Elliott's reign when she came out in that giant suit and made her entrance. That was yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Speaking of which, you have a segment this week because you had been sending me a couple of links about it. And I have to confess, I didn't watch it or anything. But that's why it's your segment. And it's about the GLAAD Awards. That was this past week? Yes. And it was virtual. It was virtual. Okay. So tell me more. Tell me more. Tell me more. Tell me more. Was it Love at First Sight? It was. You did show me some of the video, so I can't say I haven't seen it. I think that they've learned through the pandemic how to sort of make these things that we have to see on Zoom Uh better. They have. More seamless. It's made different production companies kind of have to expand their horizons and then hone in and... Step up. Yes. Big time. And local drag, too. Right. It's made, or not just local, but all over drag. Made them do it, too. So tell me, what, what about the GLAAD Awards? Well, for the first time, an Emmy Award winner at the same time won the GLAAD Award for Schitt's Creek. Oh, really? Yes. And that is, um, what's his name? Eugene Levy Eugene. and Dan Levy. Yeah, and Dan. Catherine O'Ba- oh, oh, my Lord. Catherine O'Hara. O'Hara. And I don't know Alexis's name. I'm sorry. Right. I'm not that deep in it. Yeah, you're not that that deep in Shit's Creek. No. But late night, there's Lily Singh. But you do ride up the creek without a paddle. All the time. <laughs> I think it's because I'm West, from West Virginia. I hear the banjo music and just paddle. <laughs> so, Star Trek Discovery one. Yeah. And that's you talked about that in a previous episode, that they can hear where? About the character on At www.homoappyhour, when we talk about STD... Oh, that's right. And we the did. 12-year-old hemorrhoids. <laughs> and it wasn't a band. And then Sam Smith won. Yes, that was really cool. With Katy Perry? Very cute. Katy Perry. I mean, that's that was really cute how it happened. Netflix came out on top with three wins. There was The Boys in the Band, which I don't know if anybody saw that, but it was fantastic. I heard about that. There was another one called Disclosure about Hollywood's depiction of trans gendered people oh really and there was an outstanding documentary award and then there was she-ra and the princess of power which tied hulu's first day in the outstanding kids programming category oh really yeah cool i don't have netflix i i i need to get hulu i'm just trying to get my partner you know to cut the cord 
You do you do you have all you. of them? No, do you have them or are you, is your cord cut? Uh, I roam through my phone. Oh, okay. I don't want to pay for any of them. I find them through I my know. phone. Yeah, yeah. And Niecy Nash was the hostess. Oh yeah, which was great because her partner mm-hmm. and wife won a cat win in her category, and she was and very. You'd you'd compared her to Tracy Chapman, and she was very Tracy Tracy Chapman. If you don't know who Tracy Chapman is, go, you can Google her because she was an '80s person. She had a fast car, and she <laughs> kept on driving. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh Lord. And say what else though? Cause, cause Glee, cause we were doing the Glee thing. Glee was on it. That was brilliant. It was like a reunion of the cast of Glee. Um, all zoomed in and out for their different moments. Yes, and they were all talking about Maya. And the thought, the the part that I thought was really learning or telling was she Maya had hosted the Glad Awards twice, and then. And then the one time that she did it was with Corey, and now they're both gone. Right. That is really weird. And there's, aren't they the only two that are gone from the Glee cast? No, everyone yeah. else is still alive. As or in seen. prison. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, alive and we're in prison. Blo- we'll just bloop there. right there and just walk off. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, they were on there. And, you know, speaking of Glee, there's a show... I've been reading about it this week, and there is a show that really should be, you know, it was like Golden Girls was, Golden Girls is to 80s, as Blank is to 90s. But I think Blank uh-huh. also has a religious factor that's going to factor into it differently now. The nanny? Yeah. Why, because she's Jewish? Yeah, because they're rich. They're rich, but she's not. No. In spirit, she is. Well, I think it should be, that should show should be more, and, and the person who wrote the article I was reading about it agrees, thinks that it should be more of a gay icon, that kids aren't, you know, kids know about Golden Girls because of how many people do it. Well, we want to see the nanny also. I mean, because she was very gay. She was, she was a Jewish girl. She, the way she dressed, the way she talked, the way she walked, she did not change anything the whole time, that she was always a Fran. Right. You know, and Fran herself, so she was an underling in that way, but she also just stayed herself. And that is something gay people attach to. Um, in addition to that, she always looked fabulous. She always she always looked fabulous. Polished. Very polished. Very, very polished. Very polished. A matchy. And she was pretty much a fashion icon, you know? I mean, some of the stuff she wore, mini, mini skirts and stuff like that, very mod, very... Mod, very 60s. Rhoda. Yes, yes, very Rhoda. Phyllis. I used to love that show. And Phyllis. Yes. R.I.P. Cloris Leachman. Yes, I forgot she has gone too. Is She has gone too. But the nanny, there was just like all these different things about it. And I loved it. I love that voice. Everybody would say it's scratch. Plus she loved Barbara Streisand. There you go. You know, so that automatically is a, instead of a shoe and it's a gay in. It's a pump in. <laughs> if it's a gay shoe in, it's a pump a in. <laughs> That's what it is. If fix that will be the name of this. If it's a gay shoe in, it's a pump in. I can hear you on the Morse code. 
it's a pump and it does sound like I'm doing it as I'm writing it. You just go do 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 Yes, that is me. Um so yeah, the nanny should be that way. But aren't you glad we aren't in Australia? Maybe. So there is people talk about you know, we have the whole um Joel Greenberg, Matt Gates thing going on right now. You know? Oh, and that's deep. Yes, it is. And there's still, you know, every time you turn on the TV, something else is on about that. Well, in Australia, there was a parliament in the parliament house there. Not our parliament house. That's gone. But in the the house of parliament? Yes, their house of parliament. (laughs) That one of the pages for this guy, he um, for one of their... Um, I'm trying to figure out what they're called. Ministers? Yes, the ministers. His former boss is the liberal MP Warren Nitch. That is who his his former boss is. Well, he was a page for him. The reason he is his former boss is because this guy, who his name is Nathan Wynn, he was fired because footage of him... um, In flagrante. um, Yes, on the desk of a female lawmaker was leaked to the press. Then a second video was leaked. In flagrante. It was him. Um, it was him and his ex boyfriend, Gavin Cuddy. So it gets deeper. It couldn't possibly. Yes, because the reason Gavin is his ex boyfriend is because they broke up. Cuddy, who Gavin is Gavin, he's a retail manager, and he is responsible for the sex tape leak. <laughs> of course he is. Yes, he is. He is responsible for it. And the reason he's responsible for it is because Nathan is now moved on with another gentleman, and they are engaged. And so it's a revenge porn is really what it is, revenge porn tape. So <laughs> that's just sad. Yes, it, it's very it's very inappropriate. But you know, you know, Wynn describes him as a crazy ex boyfriend. He kept sending him X rated photos of himself even after they broke up. So it was just like, oh my gosh! And then we need. He's lucky he got away from him. Yes, he is. But at the same time, he has to be self-responsible for what he for his little deeds, I would say, in my opinion. Well, I think karma's about to hit him. <laughs> well, yeah, he lost his job. Well, that's the least of his worries. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Oh, Lord, lady, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Speaking of ladies. Yes. Leslie Jordan. Yes, let's talk about Leslie Jordan because that was on our topic for last week and it didn't make the cut. So Companies coming. Yes, Leslie Jordan. If you do not know who he is, you can look him up. It's L-E-S-L-I-E Jordan, J-O-R-D-A-N. He is this small homosexual. He is a homosexual who has done many plays and has done many a TV and many a movies. And and he was one time he was 
he was um, Murphy Brown's worst, <laughs> worst secretary ever. She hated him the most. I know, but this album, he got like everybody he ever dreamed of singing with to yes. sing with him. Yes, yes. Him and Brandy Carlisle, I can't wait to hear. You can you can follow him if you if you like or want to know more about Leslie Jordan. Also, he is at the T H E Leslie Jordan, at, and that's on Instagram. He is so hilarious. As the kids would say, he's the hip the hip gay uncle. Yes, I want a uncle like Leslie Jordan. He's amazing. Yeah, he is. And that little country accent that he has is just so funny with everything he says. Yeah, it goes back to the guy that was on Rowan and Martin. Yes. Buck Henry, that same sort of dry. Yep. He's almost like the gay, smaller male version of Paula Deen. Or Paul Lynn. <laughs> yes, Paul Lynn. Paul Lynn, but shrunk. Paul Lynn, but it's shrunk very Paul much. Paul Lynn and Charles Nelson Riley got caught in the fly device. Oh, no, and you know the kids up. now are, oh, that Leslie Jordan, oh, yeah, he's a daddy. <laughs> he's zaddy. He's a mini daddy. He's a dadette. <laughs> no, I give him respect. He's a daddy. No, he's a daddy. He's a daddy bear at that. Oh, I don't know. I have not seen whether he's hairless or not. Oh, he was on, on, um, oh no, he is hairy front and back, top and bottom. Like a little furball. Yeah. He's a little gremlin. Oh, or don't get don't, it wet. <laughs> just say, don't get me wet. I'll multiply. <laughs> <laughs> My friend Willie, in 2007, we had just seen him, shown him sorted lives. Uh huh. And he dressed up as Brother Boyd to the Parliament House one night. Oh, fun. Looked just like him. Brother Boy is Leslie Jordan's character from Sorted Lives. With Olivia Newton-John? The movie. The movie. The The original movie. Yes, the original movie. Um, Yeah, and then they did the stage versions. Oh, I think the stage version was short first, and then was the movie. Yes, kind of like how Medea. And then they rewrote it and did the TV series. Yes. And then they did the other movie. The TV series was on Logo, and it only lasted... It was like three one, years. Oh, okay. I was going to say it was only like one or two seasons that lasted. Well, Rue McClanahan died. Mm-hmm. Up mm-hmm. and died, Mama. That Rue, she just up and died, and so we had to stop our show. I don't know where she thinks she is. We trying to outdo us. That, that girl always tried to outdo us at everything we did. How many times has Mama got to die? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Leslie Jordan. We love you. Don't you? Love him. Absolutely. Um, so let's also talk about what time is it? Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Um, <laughs> You're a hot mess, girl. <laughs> I, took, I took my medicine. I can tell, Shelby. I took my medicine. I drank my juice. I took my medicine, my medical... Um, cannabis that I have to take. It's so funny, though. I tell you, with that, it's like 200 milligrams a day. But it's not 200 milligrams of just one way. It's 200 milligrams oral, 200 milligrams um, um, inhalation, 200 milligrams. That's a lot. A lot. Inhalation and or I know. I oh, know. Jesus, baby. 
uh, you know, oh, more than Jesus' baby. Mm. Makes you want to talk about and talk like Leslie Jordan. Mm. <laughs> or Simone. Company's coming. <laughs> or Simone. Yes. I am so happy that she finally got out of her head. Yeah. Because that's what was holding her back, and she knew it. And then in, in Untucked, whenever her um, her her mom showed up, and I was just like, I oh. thought that was beautiful. And Rosé's cutie pie brother. Well, especially knowing Simone's backstory that he moved from a nowhere town in Arkansas, right. and a bunch of them banded together to go to L.A. The house. That's amazing. Yeah, their house, their drag house. Amazing experience. Because most drag houses won't move like that. You'll have, you know, some that stay where they are, some move away, but they still come back and I forth. I couldn't imagine wanting to stay in Arkansas. The whole house, I know. Mm. I, a whole bunch of drag queens traveling from Arkansas to L.A., that's got to be a movie in itself. To Wong Fu? Exactly. That's what I was thinking of, but that's just three. But maybe that's what influenced them. Exactly. Yeah. If they can do it, Let's we can do it. Let's rent us a bus. Well, now we have mega buses, and that'd be easy. Mm, have you ever been on one? No. Don't. Why? Uh, carry a shank. Really? Yep. Oh, because you don't know who else is going to be on there? <laughs> sure the hell don't. Is that why their pickup is always... Because I had a ride share. I had... Uh, not a ride share. I had a food delivery that I made. And it came up and it said on it, um, a mega bus. And, it, and I would pull up and I'm like, well, where is it? And there was just the one lady with the things. And I'm like, well... That's she's just standing there. I don't see a bus, and so then I had to call the girl, and the girl was like, "Oh yeah, it's it really I'm buying it, but it's for my aunt, and she's waiting there, and that happened to be the lady I saw, but she was waiting for Mega Bus, and it happened to be down, um, OBT and Holden. Yeah, that's at that what I moved it to. There. It used to be on the corner of four thirty six and fifty, and it was terrible there. Oh my gosh, yes, the buses it did. would pull out and take like three lanes of traffic. Oh my gosh. Glad they moved. Yeah. Personally. Yeah. That, and so now they're down there. So you say if you're up there, you just have to take protection. And mm. I don't mean condoms, Rose. Condoms, <laughs> condoms, condoms. No. Just wow. be aware. Yeah. Well, city I'm that aware. way everywhere. Not like limo or Uber aware. Like right. city aware. City aware. Right. Right. It's a I've become very aware um, doing my food delivery. I've become very aware because of what's happening. I mean, you know, because they're, they're getting robbed and beat up, which is so funny. We don't get cash tips. <laughs> we don't get tickets. That's through the app. It's not cash tips. Whichever one it is. Any, you know, any yeah, of Yeah, but them. that's just desperation, and that's where we're at. Yeah. Oh, we've always been there. Mm, this past year has really put a stressor on yes, all of our points. we're more people that wouldn't normally. Job-wise. Those are the ones that rob you with a mask on their face, and it's literally an N95 mask, not a, not a hoodie type whole cutout. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> They're like scared of COVID, so they have a mask on their face, and they have gloves on, and then they... <laughs> no. I'm a no. polite robber. You wear the gloves so you don't leave prints, girl. <laughs> I thought they wore the gloves so they didn't get, you know, in case somebody else touched that gun. I watch CSI, so I know you wear the gloves so you don't leave prints. Exactly. 
Exactly. I wonder though why they probably can tell though if like fibers of the glove is left somewhere. You know, they'll be like, oh, they didn't use gloves, or they use gloves. They so they wouldn't leave prints. But here we have the fibers. We'll be on the lookout for these gloves. But if the glove don't fit, you must have quit. So ha. <laughs> Speaking of fibers, did you hear about Christopher Maloney this week? Who? Christopher Maloney from Law and Order and Oz. No. What about him? Somebody saw a picture of him, and he was, like, very filling out of his pants posteriorly. Yes. And he's, like, turning 60, happy birthday, look at them cakes. Wow. And who is he? He's on Law and Order? Yeah. Is he he the, was Stabler. He was the. Oh, he's coming back. He's already that's back. Why? Yes, like that's two weeks. Okay. Okay. See, I don't watch. I it was one of his promo pictures, and he was actually featuring a lot of shelf. Good. Just a lot of shelf. Good. He for looks him. amazing for sixty. For six, I know. I know. But that he clapped back on his own Instagram was like, oh, coke, coke, yes, cute. <laughs> good for him. That's that's awesome. That's really good for him. Have you ever experienced flag wars? Um, flag wars. Not. I mean, you're not literally sitting there with flag poles beating each not other. Not like fun with flags on on shelters. Yeah, not like fun with no. flags. Or, but or or even not gone through it yourself, but witnessed it. Where like a street, you'll see all these flags, especially during political season. You see oh. a political appointment, uh, appoint political um, um, flags and signs. You see them opposing each other. But I'm talking about just regularly. You wouldn't think so, but now everything's fair game. Exactly, exactly. You well, you know these people that we're talking about don't live in a homeowners association, but in Ormond Beach, there was a gay couple that they moved. Um, they moved. They were looking for some place. Whenever they moved, they were looking for some place that would be, you know, they thought open to everybody and just a very vast array and diversity and everything. Well, they got diversity um, <laughs> because when they moved in. They put up their rainbow flag out front, and they also recently also have a Black Lives Matter flag. Um, but whenever they moved in, they also painted the house very much Key West with very colorful, the house. They have banners like, hate does not have a place here. Well, um, about a year after they lived there, this other man moves in right next door. And he is from Virginia, I mean, he's moved all over, but he's he's originally considers Virginia, the North Carolina-Virginia border area. So he puts up flags. He puts up a Confederate flag. He puts up an American flag. He puts up a Virginia flag and a North Carolina flag. Well, these neighbors do not get along. Who would have thought? But it's also a story of be careful what you wish for. Because if you go somewhere thinking, oh, I wish for diversity here, it looks like it's going to be diverse. They actually thought that it was that there was a lot of diversity. They said that they could, the, the couple said that they would not be able to um, live there through another election season like this last time because the person across the street had. And they're not wrong. And they're, no, they're not wrong, wherever they want to live. But it's know? always been gay people that take a neighborhood and regentrify it and bring it back to something. Yes. 
Yes, and they made their house all pretty. It really is pretty, you know. But they and they and they put out their flag, but they don't get along. Their issues go further than that because it's a prop. You know, we have with neighbors, it's property line issues. Whenever you want to put a fence in, someone's like, "Oh wait, no, the way this shows it isn't the real property line." So they they've had their little neighboring bickering back and forth. You know, I did like the size of the flagpole that they erected because that was impressive. Hmm. I mean, if you're going to make a statement, gay. go with 20 feet. Of course, they're gay. They kind of do it. Yeah. They went to the furthest extent of the law because this could. guy pushed them, and I think that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's only for standing up to ourselves do we actually get to keep our place at the table. Yeah. Because they will quickly remove us. They if will. given the chance. Yeah. In my opinion. I, I think so, too. I agree. I think so, as well. So... I actually, as you know, personally, I have experienced flag wars <laughs> during this. I, I, I witnessed that. I have many pictures documenting it. Yes, because down on my street, we have one person that through this last one had up one side, and he hated Trump. So during the whole presidency, he had handwritten signs everywhere and regular signs. Then one of the guys across the street had he had a flag, he has a flagpole. He still has it. And he has the American flag up, and then he had a Trump flag underneath that. And then the people right across from him also had a Trump sign. And, oh, my gosh. It was, we called it flag wars. Do you think in 2050, Trump flags will make a comeback? Like Uh, Confederate flags are trying to? You know what? I wonder what they do with all of the flags after that people don't put up after someone leaves. I mean, they just throw them out. Give them to Candy Muse. She'll sell an outfit out of them. Yes. Just the teeth. <laughs> like the pockets. The that pocket sparkle dress. was the only thing that saved her. That pocket dress. <laughs> that it didn't funny. close in the back. Well, let's go back in time a little bit to August of 2000. You'll never guess what happened. In a New York City subway and Chelsea. Yep. Um it was an it was a subway as an underground train subway, not not the sandwich place. Right. <laughs> These two gay men found a baby. It was like a newborn, literally a newborn umbil- umbilical cord there and everything. And well one of the guys found it. He was going to meet his his partner um but he was on the subway station he saw something he first thought it was a doll and then upon further inspection he's like oh my gosh this is a real baby so he takes the baby and he takes um he they end up naming him kevin he takes the baby and he takes it to the authorities you know and they're all there and everything and he adds he has his partner with him and stuff so then Flash, flash forward a couple months later when they because they have to put the child in protection custody. Yep. So whenever they do that, there has to be all this legal. So they go in front of he had to go in front of as a witness. He had to go in front of the judge. Well, the judge ended up being like, well, you know, I'm a judge that doesn't like to break up connections, and you and this child seem to have a connection. So he, so the judge, and we were looking for foster care. So they put him in, in this guy and his partner for their foster care. And then as it ended up, they ended up adopting him. Which is awesome. And they named him Kevin, um, as one of, as one of their fathers was. Um, and, um, let me see. I'm looking at here. Yeah. They named him Kevin. They found him on the floor of the subway. 
and now he is in college. He is studying math. So, I mean, because that was the year 2000, and we're in 2021. In the year 2000. In the year 2000. I used to love that skit. I used to love that skit so much, It was my favorite. I didn't like a whole lot of else he did, but I love that. Yeah. I don't like a lot of, I didn't like a lot of that show skit, but I love that stuff that they were doing. Oh, and here is a picture of them, too. They're adorable. It's a really good story. Did you and you said that you had read that story also? Or you I had did, seen it? but I didn't retain as much information about it as you did. <laughs> no, not as much. Well, the last story that I have is about Samantha Flores, and this is this lady in Mexico City, Mexico. She is an eighty-eight-year-old oh, yeah. transgender icon there. She is beautiful. If you want to look it up, it's Samantha, spelt normally as one does, S-A-M-A-N-T-H-A, Flores, F-L-O-R-E-S. She is a transgender icon in Mexico City, and she opened up... Um, she has open. She opened up her first place there. That is basically for older LGBTQ plus um, people. Uh, it's called Vida Alegre or Happy Life, and it offers meditation, grief therapy, meals, a movie club, which sounds fun, and tech training. That sounds good. Probably you know teaching older people how to turn their phone on, how to use a tablet. Or, you know, okay, I can do this, or, or how to get the most out of their phone, things like that. So she's 88 years old, and they had to close during the past year because of COVID. Yep. So she's looking so forward to... Um, Looking so forward to go ahead and reopening again um, after the, you know, after the whole COVID, that whole COVID stuff. So... What she used to do, though, she did all kind of different stuff. She was, uh, she's a socialite, a manager of a gay bar, an LGBTQ advocate, and she does a community of friends and neighbors, and she's just one of the type of people that is like, all right for you, Samantha. There's a need. There's a rapidly aging gay population, and a lot of them are, are single. Yep. Yes, just because, you know, someone may come to a new city and be gay and not know where where they go. And, and it's one thing if you're younger, you can find a center to go to where, you know, oh, yeah, do this or that, you know. But you don't find anything for older people. Like like a lot of the stuff that's concentrated on at different LGBTQ centers are focusing on helping the children, which is a great thing about homeless children and things like that. I think, oh, yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah, that's needed. But there's no there's no reason that we can't have the whole gambit. The whole gambit helping helping people no matter what age. Well, especially rapidly aging people. Mm-hmm. Because it's not getting any easier for them out there. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And they're right. finding it harder and harder to cope with. And it's hard enough if they're together, it's even worse if they're alone. The coping mechanism. Just it's the lack of the one thing we have learned la- in 2020 is having coping mechanisms. I hope, <laughs> and, and I would like to like and, that's a coping mechanism right there. And on that note, this what? has been another edition of Out Loud Orlando, the Homo Happy Hour. Remember, we are one human family. Always swing first. Fight the good fight. We're dysfunctional, but we're still one human family. I'm your host, DJ Crazy JC John. And... And I'm an elderberry. 
And we're gonna. And we will see you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. This is the fun part where we make noises. New York, London, Paris, Munich. Yeah. Talk about. All right, Samantha. Ooh, that was my tongue throat. pop music. Excuse me. Excuse me. Bye.